Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy. We are up to episode 24. Our goal is to provide you with insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thank you for listening. The Wichita Area Technical College plays an important part in the effort to find and train skilled workers for Wichita's businesses. And it's transitioning as a partnership with Wichita State University gets finalized. This week, we talk with WATC President Sherry Utash about the school, its mission, and how things will change after the first of the year. First, some notes about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Who are the best doctors in Wichita? Well, we feature them all this week. We handed out the Best Doctors Awards Thursday night during a dinner at the Hyatt. Eighty physicians were named Best Doctors this year. We asked them questions about their careers and the practice of medicine. You can see their responses in the weekly edition. Also, check out our special report on education. We have information on Newman University's new science building, the trend toward more experiential learning at universities, and the Wichita School District struggle to attract new teachers. That's on page four. Four lists this week, area colleges and universities, community and technical colleges, private and parochial schools, and public schools. This is a good resource. They begin on page eight. And want to know who has declared bankruptcy, formed a new corporation, made a real estate transaction, filed a new lawsuit, or maybe formed a new corporation? Well, all that is in our leads section. Starts this week on page 62. The Wichita Area Technical College is about to begin a big transition. It's going from a standalone entity to becoming part of the structure at Wichita State. I asked President Sherry Utash to spend some time with us talking about the partnership, WATC's mission, and the role it plays in our business community and our economy. Sherry, thanks for being with us on the podcast. Certainly. Happy to be here, Bill. Appreciate it. Let's, before we learn about WATC a little bit more, let's learn a little bit more about you. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Wichita, so I'm a native Wichita girl. I've been here my whole life uh, and uh, and have a real love for this city and uh, for this community. Uh, Big family, small family? I have a big family. Um, I have uh, a blended family of five, four girls and a boy uh, that range in age from 37 to 25. And I have three wonderful grandchildren, one that's three and a half, one that's just turned two, another one that's a year and a half, and just found out I'm going to have another one in June of 2018. Wow, congratulations. So very excited about that. Fantastic. Where'd you go to high school? Southeast, I'm a golden buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) I won't ask what year you graduated, but I will ask uh, what college you went to. Did you go to Wichita State? I, uh, much to the chagrins of my father, I did not go to Wichita State. Um, I actually went to Kansas State University. I got my undergraduate there in um, journalism and business, and then got my master's degree at Wichita State, and then just finished my doctorate this last summer. Tell us about how you got into education. Where did your career take you? So I was in uh, corporate business right out of college, and then I was in private business for many years. And I really stepped into higher education um, because of a life transition. Uh, and I needed to find a different career. And I started working at the West Side Center for Wichita State uh, in 1995 as an assistant director. Okay. And I thought, okay, I'll do this for a year or two. You know, it's a good, good transition. And I was actually hired as the marketing director. And about two weeks into the job, they said, 
you're not going to be the marketing director. We're just going to make you the assistant director. <laughs> and that's really how my career started. And um, since then, I've worked at the university, and I've worked at a community college and now at a technical college. Tell us about those specifics. Exactly where did you go from from the WSU Westside? So I was at WSU Westside as assistant director. Then I went to Cali College. Well, actually, before I did that, I was a director for the Southside Center, and I actually worked for WATC, Cali College, and WSU. I had three bosses. Uh, all three of them were in the Southside Center uh, doing classes, and I was the director. So that was my first move, and then I moved to Arc City, and I was a vice president of academics and student affairs uh, for several years, and then uh, moved to WATC and starting my 10th year this year there. You started out as vice president of academic affairs? I did. So I was vice president of academic affairs for um, seven years, and I'm in my third year as president. You were interim president at the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Did you have an idea that you wanted to be president from your academic affairs position? When the board asked me to be the interim, I said, I will only do it if I can apply for the permanent job. Okay. Uh, so I did want the job, uh, and I was very fortunate uh, that I, um, the board put me in an interim role and within six months um, moved me into the permanent position without a search. Talk about WATC and what its, what its goals are, what its purpose is in Wichita. So two things that we do, and if we just remember to do these things every day, I tell all my folks, if we do these two things and we do them really, really well, we're going to serve serve our students and serve this community well. First of all, we provide students an opportunity to have a better life. We provide them education and training so that they can um, increase their earnings, so that they can have new careers, and they can uh, prosper. And the second thing is, is that we work very hard to try to provide the best quality, skilled workforce for this community in all the different areas that we serve, whether that's aviation, manufacturing, healthcare, uh, engineering, uh, IT, um, climate and energy control, auto service, whatever the case may be. So if we do those two things, if we focus on those two things really, really well, then we're going to do the best we can for our students and we're going to do the best we can for this community. So it seems like you have to be in constant communication with the Wichita business community. How does that happen? Through a lot of different varieties. Um, certainly, I'm engaged with business and industry um, across the city, but many, many, many parts of our organization, parts of the college are. All of our programs have what we call industry advocate teams, and those are um, those are professionals from those different um, industries that come together, whether it be for um, sheet metal or nursing or surge tech or composites or welding. We have um, industry people that come to the table twice a year, meet with our faculty, meet with our students. Uh, we also work with um, industry to provide guaranteed interviews for our students that are successful. Uh, and we're always looking at not only what we need to do today, but what we need to do in the future. So I always call that kind of the one eye in the microscope and one eye in the telescope right. thing. What do we have to do today? Where do we need to be in three to five years? Right. And um, how do we prepare ourselves for that? Uh, and how do we make sure that we are equipping that workforce for what any of these industries are going to need? Because technology is driving rapid change right. in all of our industries. So we, we really, truly are a microcosm of the business and industry community here. And as long as we're engaged with them and 
listening to them and creating relationships with them, um, that's when we're the most effective. So as you listen to them these days, as we wind down 17 and go into 18, what are you hearing from uh, Wichita and South Central Kansas business leaders on what they are looking for and what they need? So a couple of things. Um, the workforce development um, opportunities that we have in this area are incredible. We are really in a great situation because we have a lot of jobs. And this next year, we're going to see an increase in every area of people needing entry-level jobs. Um, that is a great blessing. And on the same side, it's a real challenge. Right because we don't have the pipeline. And boy, I tell you, if there's one thing that keeps me up at night, it's how <laughs> do you build a pipeline? And how do we collectively, as this community, not just um, a, a business or an industry or WATC or, a, or the city or the county, but how do we all come together to try to figure out how to build this pipeline that we're gonna have to have in order to supply the workforce that they need with the, with the skilled, qualified uh, people they need. And that's not just at the interlevel, that's in the mid-level, that's in the professional level, it's across the board. So that's real. I mean, it's a real, um, it's a real wonderful thing to be a part of, mm -hmm. and it's a real challenge uh, at the same time. And you know what? If I could figure out what the silver bullet of that was, <laughs> that'd be great. I, really I haven't found it yet. Uh-huh. I could be cooking on all burners, That's but right. um, don't we just don't know. You know, we've instituted the Wichita Promise, so we're, we're you know, we're scholarshiping students, we're doing a lot of things we've never done before to try to increase that pipeline. Uh, it's still not enough. It's not going to be enough and and we need to we need to really understand that. And that's not just in aviation and manufacturing. That's in education, healthcare, IT, you name it, every area. The needs are across the board, no doubt about they it. They really are because the good thing is is that you know we are a nation that makes things, and we are um, we are we are known for that. And so as we make things and we service things, and our economy continues to improve, and production and demands improve, then you know that's going to require more people doing the work and. Um, that is, that is the biggest challenge our college faces, but I believe this whole community faces. Is there a typical WATC student? There are a couple of typical students. Uh, we have a lot of, because of Senate Bill 155, because of the, the XL in CTE initiative, we've been able to create a, a much better pipeline of high school students coming in. So certainly um, those are first time students, uh, a lot of first generation college students, uh, both in our high school and our adults. Uh, so um, the typical might be if I was to try to try to encapsulate that would be, we have a lot of first time college generation students at the same time we have a lot of a lot of adults that are coming in to retrain retool that may have baccalaureate degrees right and they're looking to do something different or they need to because they haven't found the work that they were you know really looking for um, we also know that many of our students do not have a lot of work experience so what we're having to do is teach and train and try to instill behaviors of work ethics, relevant skills, communication skills, whatever you want to call them, as uh, simple as being to work on time and, uh, you know, coming with your pants pulled up. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, just those kind of things that we need to do in order to create that workforce. 
So in some of our programs, it's really hard because they're short term because we are like get trained to get paid and go to work. Right. Uh, and we're trying to change behaviors as well. So we, we do some of that, too. And we're working really hard to try to create that more well-rounded individual, whether they are a more traditional student or a non-traditional student, to have those um, work ethics, those um, social responsibilities and acceptable work behaviors, uh, along with the technical training uh, as they go to the workforce. You touched on it a little bit kind of quickly a few minutes ago, but tell us once again what specifically those programs are that if somebody's listening to this, they can choose to go to WATC and study in. So uh, for the spring uh, in our Wichita Promise program, uh, we're sponsoring uh, Wichita Promise scholarships for our sheet metal assembly program, our composites, and any of our pre-health care tracks. Uh, in addition to that, uh, you know, we have over 70 programs of study uh, in the areas of aviation, manufacturing, engineering, um, design, uh, skilled trades. Um, I'm probably forgetting something. And certainly our Shocker Pathway, which is uh, the uh, pathway towards an Associate of Arts degree with Wichita State. You have this partnership that you have established now with Wichita State, and talk a little bit about that and where we are in the process of approval and finally being able to get that up and running. 30-month process so far. Uh, we, I am really happy to say that uh, last week uh, we really passed our last hurdle, which was to receive approval from the Higher Learning Commission, which is both of our accrediting bodies. Uh, we did a, we did receive an informal approval. We are w awaiting a formal letter, which we should get in the next uh, week to ten days, and at that point in time, we will announce the fact. But um, but it is it is official. Uh, it is going to happen, and uh, as of July one of twenty eighteen, uh, WATC will become will 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 evolve and transform into Wichita State University Campus of Applied Science and Technology. How does and, that change for you? Well, um, it, it changes a few things. Number one, our name changes. Number two, uh, we have a, a, a board right now that governs us, a local board that governs us. So that local board will become an advisory board to uh, Dr. Bardo and myself, uh, and we will be more governed through the Kansas Board of Regents like Wichita State is. And then the third piece of it is, is um, I will become an employee of WSU through this. But the rest, of, um, the rest of the employees in the college will be employees of the Campus of Applied Science and Technology, just like they are today. I've been in front of lots of people about this, and here's what I always want to say. Here's what we're not going to do. We're, we're not going to raise our tuition, uh, you know, like to be like a university. Right. We're not going to change our, our relationship with business and industry and our engagement with them. We are going to continue to offer technical short-term certificates and associate degrees just like we do today. Uh, so, you know, a lot of our business will be just as usual. But the great thing that's going to be able to happen for this community is this affiliation allows us to be greater together than apart um, and it's going to allow us to build for this community an opportunity for applied sciences and applied arts degrees um, at the baccalaureate degree uh, level through WSU. So what that really means to people is that we're going to build pathways, career pathways that 
completely accept that first two years of our technical cert certificates and associate degrees into those kind of degrees. And that's, that's, that'll be a brand new thing for this community. And it'll be great for mid-level type uh, jobs and careers and um, educational opportunities. What has to happen during the transition into the new way of doing things? Well, lots of things. Um, as you can well imagine, everything that has WATC on it has to be changed. So that alone is an, a, you know, an overwhelming punch list of items. Uh, we have to do that. There's a lot of, um, lot of things that we have to change at the federal level, the state level, those kind of things. Um, but beyond that, I mean, that's, that, that's so much of it right now as we get started. Um, so you're, you're going to see when students enroll starting in March for the fall term for August, uh, August start date, they will enroll as shockers in our colleges, in our college. And at all be, of our campuses. They'll be able to go to the ball games. They buy those tickets, right? Yeah, they'll have some opportunities that we have never had before. Um, they'll have the opportunity for dorm life. Uh, they'll have the opportunity for intramurals. Um, and, and that's just a choice if they want to do that. It's, you know, nobody's going to have to do it. Right. If somebody, if a student wants that, we'll be able to offer that. The other thing that it's going to allow us to do, Bill, is it's going to allow us to recruit at a much greater regional and national level than we can we have been able to do uh to this date so um we're hoping to really put the national on national center of aviation training uh, talk about that a little bit that's another part of watc obviously you have some other names there ncat mm -hmm. and NIAR. Uh, talk about the relationship there as well. So actually that was, um, you know, we've been in a really great partnership with WSU, with um, NIAR and the College of Engineering ever since the uh, National Center for Aviation Training was built. We are the managing partner of that facility, but uh, we also have partnerships with both of them and many of our programs and, and some we share some faculty and things like that. So that was really the beginning of why this partnership made sense. So we did that in the beginning. Then we created the Shocker Pathway with them a couple of years ago, and this affiliation just is the next natural good step uh, for this for this community. And and I believe it's a great step for students and for business and industry. Um, you know, in the very beginning, we really needed to answer the reason why we were going to do this, and. Uh, once we decide, once we could answer the question of why was this good for students, why was it good for the in, business and industry, and for each of our individual uh, institutions, then we felt like we were making a pretty good decision to move forward. As you move into this new way of doing things, what is your message for students, and what is your message for business community? Message for students is we're the same two-year college under Wichita State University Campus of Applied Sciences and Technology as we are today. Our name is changing, our mission and our focus and the things that we do remain the same. Um, for business and industry, I think for business and industry, the main message is, is that we're going to be able to expand what we're doing. We're going to be able to hopefully focus on a more regional, national level to recruit for your workforces. And I think that we will be collectively working together uh, to ensure that we're meeting uh, workforce needs at every level. 
it's going to be a busy time for you. It is. It is. So uh, January, hold on to your hat because it's going to be a fast six months. Um, and like I said, starting in March, students will be uh, enrolling as shockers at our campuses. So um, it is going to be a busy time. Very excited about it. Um, it's been a it's been a lot of work by a lot of people to get us to where we are today. Um, I cannot give Dr. Bardo enough kudos for being the kind of leader to look at this and be able to do this uh, and to um, really be innovative. And I feel like that um, the model that we have created uh, will be emulated uh, across this nation because it is a very, very good model. And it's a, it's a nice working model that retains the integrity of a two-year degree but provides all kinds of opportunities for educational and career advancement. Exciting time for WATC and uh, hopefully an exciting time for the business community and the Wichita economy as well. A lot of work ahead and we'll be watching. Sherry Utash, president of the Wichita Area Technical College, thanks for being with us on the podcast. Thank you. We were able to break the news that the Higher Learning Commission had approved the WATC partnership with Wichita State. That story's on our website at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Well, that's Biz Talk with Bill Roy for this week. If you like the podcast, please let us know. If you don't, well, I guess let us know that too so we can improve. If you have ideas for guests you'd like to hear from, please let me know that as well. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks once again to producer Brittany Showalter and to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.